It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. President Biden tried to, I think, kind of slip under the radar Friday before Independence Day weekend and sort of issue this executive order announcing that the federal government was done complying with the John F. Kennedy Assassination Records Act and that essentially there'd be no more documents released related to the John F. Kennedy assassination. And 99% of the material that could be released has already been released. Anything that's not been released, we're not going to release because of security concerns. You were pretty critical of President Biden for his handling of this. How come? Well, you know, they say 99%, but that's 99% of, uh, of 4 million documents, and that's a big number. <laughs> so, you know, 1% of 4 million is a big number, and that's the 1% that they don't want released. So we know that they have at least 4,000 documents that they don't want people to see. It's the most important crime in American history. Many historians and scholars see it as a coup d'etat against American democracy from which our country has never recovered. And it's the, the beginning of recovery is actually truth and reconciliation. Let's find out what really happened. Why is the CIA blocking president after president? Why do they feel they still need to conceal from the American public what happened? It doesn't make any sense. And, you know, the last tranche of documents we we got from them during the Trump administration was the first time that they openly admitted that Lee Harvey Oswald was a CIA asset. You know, mm. if, the, if the Warren Commission had known that, if the public had known that at that time, do you think? that the Warren Commission would have, would have insisted that, that Lee Harvey Oswald was a lone gunman who acted without help or support. The CIA was lying to them. There are so many different theories about the assassination of both your father and your uncle, many of which involve the CIA, many of which involve the mob, some of which involve elements of the CIA working with the mob. Who do you believe is most likely responsible for your father's assassination and your uncle's? Well, let's take one at a time. My uncle's assassination, first of all, at that time, the there was really no daylight between the mafia and the CIA. The CIA had recruited Sam Giancana, uh, Santos Traficante, and Carlos Marcello, who were the three big bosses of Chicago, uh, North Florida, and, uh, and New Orleans, Dallas. And the CIA had brought them in and was training them. They were training Cubans, along, sharpshooters along with them. And there is so much evidence now, including multiple confessions from the people who were involved in my uncle's assassination and thousands of documents that that form a bulwark that of beyond a reasonable doubt the CIA was involved not only in the murder, but in the um, in the 60 year cover up when the House assassination and the Senate assassination committees investigated reinvestigated the crime with many, many more documents than the Warren Commission had access to and testimony the Warren Commission never saw. They found in 1975 
they found that there was a conspiracy and almost virtually everybody on the committee believes that the CIA was involved. In fact, Senator Schweitzer who was the original chair of the Senate committee said this is specifically quote, the CIA was involved in the murder of the president of the United States. So, you know, this is not a sort of marginalized or fringe conspiracy theory that has no evidence. This is the uh, this, this supposition that, you know, after the best investigators in the country have looked at this, in my father's assassination, which I believe was done by Sir Answer and my entire life, until Paul Schrade, who was one of the people who was shot that night, a very close friend of my father, forced me to sit down and read Thomas Noguchi's autopsy report. And it's clear that Sirhan did not, although Sirhan shot at my father twice, and then, and we know what happened to both those bullets. One hit Paul Schrade, one hit the door jam behind him, which was later removed by the LAPD. He was then grabbed by five men and over his steam table, including Rayford Johnson. I've talked to all of these men, and they could not get the gun away from him. They said he had superhuman strength. He emptied the chamber of six other bullets, all of which hit people. So we know what happened to every bullet in his gun. My father was shot not in front. See, I, I, Sirhan was in front the whole time. My father was shot from behind. We know the person who was holding that gun was almost certainly Eugene Dane Caesar, who was a CIA asset who worked for the Lockheed Corporation and was acting that night as a security guard. And he was the one who steered my father into the ambush with Sirhan. CIA involvement in my father's assassination is circumstantial evidence. It does not have the overwhelming amount of documentation. And so needless to say, if you're president, you would reopen this investigation, maybe the investigation into both assassinations. Well, you know, I would I need to look at it, but I would I think it's it's important to have a truth and reconciliation committee for this and maybe some other incidents in American history that are people have questions about. Sure. And to have a really open discussion, have, you know, provide amnesty to people who were involved to incentivize people to talk openly about the, the continuing the lies is poisonous to our country. It's like you know, our whole country swallowed poison and we need to disgorge it. And the way to do that is by being, um, you know, it's by being honest finally. 